0: It is the 10th of March, and this is the Reading Through the Bible Together podcast. My name is Blake, and I am honored to have you with me on this journey. And we're going to read in the New Living Translation today, as always, beginning with our Old Testament reading, Numbers chapter 14, verse 1 through chapter 15, verse 16. Let's do it. Numbers chapter 14, verse 1. Then the whole community began weeping loud, and they cried all night. Their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt, or even here in the wilderness, they complained. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Then they plotted among themselves, let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua son of Nun and Caleb son of Jethunin, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, the land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. And if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me, even after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague, and then I will make you into a nation greater and mightier than they are. But Moses objected. What will the Egyptians think when they hear about it, he asked the Lord. They will know full well the power you displayed in rescuing your people from Egypt. Now, if you destroy them, the Egyptians will send a report to the inhabitants of this land who have already heard that you live among your people. They know, Lord, that you have appeared to your people's face, face to face, and that your pillar of cloud hovers over them. They know that you go before them in the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Now, if you slaughter all these people with a single blow, the nations that have heard of your fame will say, the Lord was not able to bring them into the land he swore to give them, so he killed them in the wilderness. Please, Lord, prove that your power is as great as you have claimed. For you said, the Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing love, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion, but he does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations, in keeping with your magnificent unfailing love. Please pardon the sins of this people, just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Then the Lord said, I will pardon them as you have requested, but as surely as I live and as surely as the earth is filled with the Lord's glory, not one of these people will ever enter the land. They have all seen my glorious presence and the miraculous signs I perform both in Egypt and in the wilderness, but again and again they have tested me by refusing to listen to my voice. They will never even see the land I swore to give their ancestors. None of those who have treated me with contempt will ever see it, but by my servant Caleb, but my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. His descendants will possess their full share of that land. Now turn around and don't go on toward the land where the Amalekites and Canaanites live. Tomorrow you must set out for the wilderness in the direction of the Red Sea. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long must I put up with this wicked community and its complaints against me? Yes, I have heard the complaints of the Israelites that they are making against me. Now tell me this, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do you do to you the very things I heard you say. You will all drop dead in the wilderness because you complained against me. Every one of you who is 20 years old or older and was included in the registration will die. You will not enter and occupy the land I swore to give you. The only exceptions will be Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. You said your children... ...should be carried off as plunder. Well, I will bring them safely into the land, and they will enjoy what you have despised. But as for you, you will drop dead in this wilderness, and your children will be like shepherds wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. In this way, they will pay for your faithfulness until the last of you lies dead in the wilderness. Your faithlessness is what they're paying for. Verse 34. Because your men explored the land for 40 days, you must wander in the wilderness for 40 years... A year for each day suffering the consequences of your sins then you will discover what it is like to have me for an enemy I the Lord have spoken I will certainly do these things to every member of the community who has conspired against me they will be destroyed here in this wilderness and here they will die the ten men Moses had sent to explore the land the ones who incited rebellion against the Lord with their bad report were struck dead with a plague before the Lord of the twelve who had explored the land only Joshua and Caleb remained alive When Moses reported the Lord's words to all the Israelites, the people were filled with grief. Then they got up early the next morning and went to the top of the range of the hills. Let's go, they said. We realize that we have sinned, but now we are ready to enter the land the Lord has promised us. But Moses said, why are you not disobeying the Lord's orders to return to the wilderness? It won't work. Do not go up into the land now. You will only be crushed by your enemies because the Lord is not with you. When you face the Amalekites and the Canaanites in battle, you will be slaughtered. The Lord will abandon you because you have abandoned the Lord. But the people defiantly pushed ahead toward the hill country, even though neither Moses nor the ark of the Lord's covenant left the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in those hills came down, attacked them, chased them back as far as Horma. Moving into chapter 15, starting in verse 1. Then the Lord told Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you finally settle in the land I'm giving you, you will offer special gifts as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. These gifts may take the form of a burnt offering, a sacrifice to fulfill a vow, a voluntary offering, or an offering at any of your annual festivals. And they may be taken from your heads of cattle or your flocks of sheep and goats. When you present those offerings, you must also give the Lord a grain offering of two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of olive oil. For each lamb offered as a burnt offering or as a special sacrifice, you must also present one quart of wine as a liquid offering. If the sacrifice is a ram, give a grain offering of four quarts of choice flour mixed with a third of a gallon of olive oil and give a third of a gallon of wine as a liquid offering. This will be a pleasing aroma to the Lord. When you present a young bull as a burnt offering or as a sacrifice to fulfill a vow or as a peace offering to the Lord, you must also give a grain offering of six quarts of choice flour mixed with two quarts of olive oil and give two quarts of wine as a liquid offering. This will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Each sacrifice of a bull, ram, lamb, or young goat should be presented in this way. Follow these instructions with each offering you present. All of you native-born Israelites must follow these instructions when you offer a special gift as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And if any foreigners visit you or live among you and want to present a special gift as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, they must follow the same procedures. Native-born Israelites and foreigners are equal before the Lord and are subject to the same decrees. This is a permanent law for you to be observed from generation to generation. The same instructions and regulations will apply both to you and the foreigners living among you. Moving into the New Testament, Mark chapter 14, verses 53 through 72. They took Jesus to the high priest's home where the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of religious law had gathered. Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and went right into the high priest's courtyard. There he sat with the guards, warming himself by the fire. Inside, the leading priests and the entire high council were trying to find evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they couldn't find any. Many false witnesses spoke against him, but they contradicted each other. Finally, some men stood up and gave this false testimony. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another made without human hands. But even then, they didn't get their story straight. Then the high priest stood up before the others and asked Jesus, well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? But Jesus was silent and made no reply. Then the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothing to show his horror and said, Why do we need other witnesses? You have all heard his blasphemy. What is your verdict? Guilty, they all cried. He deserves to die. Then some of them began to spit at him, and they blindfolded him and beat him with their fists prophesy to us they jeered and the guards slapped him as they took him away meanwhile peter was in the courtyard below and one of the servant girls who worked for the high priest came by and noticed peter warming himself at the fire she looked at him closely and said you were one of those with jesus of nazareth but peter didn't deny but peter did deny it i don't know what you're talking about he said and he went out into the entryway just then a rooster crowed When the servant girl saw him standing there, she began telling the others, this man is definitely one of them. But Peter denied it again. A little later, some of the bystanders confronted Peter and said, you must be one of them because you are a Galilean. Peter swore a curse on me if I am lying. I don't know this man you're talking about. And immediately the rooster crowed the second time. Suddenly Jesus's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny three times that you even know me. And he broke down. And wept we will now be reading uh, Proverbs of the day Proverbs 11 4. riches won't help you on the day of judgment but right living can save you from death and finally we will be reading Psalm 53 in a posture of prayer for the choir director in meditation a Psalm of David it says the 53rd Psalm beginning in verse 1 it says it's a, a meditation so if you're not driving what I want you to do is uh, close your eyes and listen and truly hear the words of this Psalm. focus on the words of this psalm and pick a phrase in this psalm and meditate on it all day long uh, and and see uh, what the Lord might do with that. Verse 1, only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. God looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good. Not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread. And who wouldn't think of praying to God? Terror will grip them. Terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. You will put them to shame. For God has rejected them. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Father, verse 6 asks, Who will come down from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? Who will be the restorer? And we, as New Testament Christians, get the glory of knowing who that is. That's Jesus of Nazareth. Who comes to bring all things back to right? And I'm so grateful, God, that it's not just Jacob and Israel who shout with joy and rejoice, but it's Gentiles. It's a Western American man in 2020 that gets to rejoice and worship because of what he has done. Thank you, Lord. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope that you chose one of those phrases in that psalm to meditate on today. And just as you go through your day, or if you're listening to this later in the afternoon, go through your day tomorrow, Uh, Just continue to come back to that phrase. Every time you get a moment of silence, uh, just be with the Lord. Take some time to meditate upon what you have read. Well, that concludes our reading for today, and I hope to see you back here tomorrow for another day of reading.